Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 1057 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Heard your name there, huh? Man, you're, now you're big time. Welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. As always, presented by our friends at your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, got a new co host. I'm excited, man. He's my friend and uh, makes me laugh. Almost all the time. Sometimes he irritates me a little bit, but that's okay. Everybody does. That's what my wife tells me that. He is uh, David Cooks, former Marquette High basketball coach, Concordia University coach, and now, man, he's been promoted. He's my co-host here on the Varsity Blitz. Coach, how you been? It's good to see you. I guess this is the natural progression. Huh? This is where this is where you go out, man, to the pasture right here. This co- is it. Coaches leave the sideline and go to the radio or TV. I guess, and I then you it. just never hear from them again. <laughs> David, thank you so much for for being my co-host. And look, we had this conversation a number of months ago, and I planted that seed. And I hope that. Uh, Coach Cassie at Concordia is not listening because I had nothing to do with I that had nothing to do with you decided maybe it was time to step down. But I said, look, if if that's something that happens, would you consider coming in and hanging out with me on Saturdays? And you said, man, I I think you said you'd love that. Absolutely, I love that, man. This is uh, it's basketball. It's a great time of the year, and and uh, I still love what I do, and it's an opportunity to stay connected and and uh, keep my hand in the game. Well, and he is, you know what, not only is he my co-host, former Marquette High coach, Concordia, he's an author. I've never, in, in, my, in the history of doing this show, had two authors in studio at the same time, but I got him today. Author David Cooks, Getting Undressed, Paralysis to Purpose. Go to davidcooksspeaks.com. I, I have the book. I've read the book, and I'm buying a book today as a Christmas gift from my mom, because uh because my mom, Joan, by the way, David, you have to sign it to your best friend you've never met, Joan. Okay. <laughs> so that's what she asked for. So if that's what I got to do to get her for Christmas, man, it's perfect. She will totally enjoy the book. Um, our special guest today, and, and I'm excited that, that not only he came in, but he brought his son in. And uh, we'll talk to his, his sixth grade son later in the show. But Aaron Womack, head basketball coach at Menominee Falls High School, author uh, um, birthing a dream. Go to Amazon.com. I, I read part of it. Um, Aaron, first of all, it's good to see you, sir. How you been? Good to be seen. Good to be seen. What's that saying? Better be seen than viewed. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> reading your book, reading part of it online, um, I've stolen something from it. Where it's, uh, don't get ready to say hello when it's time to say, say goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. And you know what? We got some boys that, on my basketball team that need to hear that over right. and over again. Right. Because right. they still haven't said hello, and they're, they're seniors. Well, I stole that from Coach Patton, who was coach at uh, Northern Illinois uh, University. When we had a chance to go see him practice, when we were playing at the Cab uh, High School at the time. So I stole it from him. He came and talked to our guys when I was coach at Milwaukee Madison. So that's that's professional end. We're professional thieves. We can do it legally. Yes, so we, we can. You know? <laughs> yes, we can. I told the guys that you just met walking out, Shane Covington and Randy Drew, 
I don't think I've invented anything. I just steal it all. I steal it all. Let somebody way smarter than me. Hey, can we? Let's talk about the book first of all, and and if we can, the idea of re- writing the book, um, and and you, the story is a great story, Aaron. We'll talk about that. But the idea of writing the book, where did that come from? Well, uh, you know, in this profession, as being a teacher, an educator, and, and and coaching basketball, you do a lot of motivational things all the time. You try to steal different quotes from one another, and then basically after doing it for a while, you have your own story to tell. So I started telling my stories, and, and somebody said, can you come talk to this team, come talk to this group of guys? And after doing it for, uh, I want to say, six, seven, eight years, somebody mentioned, hey, do you have a book? And it's like, oh, no. you know. And then that's too hard to do. You know, I didn't go to school to be an author. But somebody said, well, uh, my pastor, uh, Pastor Frank Rison, um, he, he encouraged me to write outlines and, and whatnot. So then I did the same thing with a book and just ended up pages turned into well, what would have been a book. And so somebody kind of encouraged me to put it together one day. And so that one day took about 12 months. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> you know, you're shaking your head, David. And look, there's more than one way to skin the cat, but... Similar to 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 your story a little bit on, on on how you became an author, I know this. I haven't read your book, Aaron, and I don't know you as well as I know David. But I read his book and I kept texting him, going, "I didn't know this." Yeah, me too. I, I said the same thing when I was reading I, it. Well, you know who's on our staff at Martin Luther's? Marcus Hines. Oh yes. So yes, Marcus indeed. said, "Look, let me tell you what I how I know David and how that is. Let me tell you about Aaron and how I." So Marcus, like, you're having both those guys in Ohio for that. That'll be a fun show. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, it's going to be a good show." But guess what? The only non-author in this whole thing is me, and he's never going to be an author. Um, don't say never. Don't, don't say, say it never. You right. said never, didn't you? Know, you? I, I said never for a, a long time, and and uh, like Aaron said, once you sit down and and you you put your mind to it. It took me about twelve months, also, right. and and then I don't I I know I can't speak for you, but I I know I felt a sense of unbelievable accomplishment yes. when it was over, and mm-hmm. and uh, that becomes your new business card. So, right. Right. Hey, do you think you're writing another book, David? I don't think I am. Aaron, he, he will. He will. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working on my second now. Um, just going through trying to get some interviews together, with different people. But but he, he has another book in him. That 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 first book is is too. It was too much up to tell within one book. It, right. It's got to be told in the second book, and if not, then he needs to sit down and start learning how to put a movie script together. Because uh, really, when I when I I knew about him, he came to a couple of camps we were doing. I refused to take a speaking fee back in the day, and just just his story and whatnot. And then when I read it, yeah, I found out some things about him. Like wow, wow, you know, I couldn't put it down. You know, and then I, and then at the end, I said I got to read it again so I can steal some things from it. But I will. <laughs> hey, that not taking a speaking <laughs> fee. Hold on, now. Hold on. Yeah, we don't want to say that was years ago. Yeah, we take the speaking fee now. That was about 10, 12 years ago. But he's the author. He he's takes an two author or three of them. now. He, he better look if he's not taking one. Hire me as an agent. You know what? I'll get him one. DavidCookSpeaks.com. It doesn't say anything about, I don't charge anything. No, it doesn't say anything about that. That's Aaron Womack talking. A-Train. A-Train's talking. Hey, you know what's interesting, uh, Aaron, and, and, and again, with, with David, and we had this conversation, he's he, with this book, is able to go out and speak with church groups, business groups, team, uh, teams, um, non-profit, profit cup, mm-hmm. really pretty much right down you know, the spectrum, similar to, to, to what you're finding out uh, with the book that you wrote? Yes. Uh, any any group organization, the first and foremost, the foundation is that you have to put some work in. You have to work hard. And, and that can go for businesses, uh, you know, uh, 
church organization, the athletic teams. Yeah, so just put down the work hard. The second thing you take a look at is that that uh, anybody can do it. You have a story to tell, and you have to be compelled. When you have to have a commitment to whatever you do, I don't care what it is. Jesus was committed. You know that kind of commitment. I just yep. try to show what that commitment looks like and how we have to all endure that. How'd you come up with the name? Ah, uh, wow! It was uh, just back and forth, back and forth, and I actually sent out some emails. Uh, you know, soliciting, you know, for, for, for a name. And somebody told me that's a marketing uh, employee. So I said, okay, sure. Um, but it was just, um, I came up with different names, different names. And then someone said, oh, well, shoot, it's like you birthing a dream. Oh, there it is. There it is. Here it is. Put it down. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Boy, I'll tell you what, go to amazon.com and uh, good stuff. If you want to read David's, I, I've read it. And, and again, I'm picking up copy today. I've, as soon as you walked in, I said, did you bring it? Did you bring it? He's like, yeah, man. Just leave Absolutely. me alone. Yeah, I brought it. He's not an author. And we, he's we, like, keep, we keep books <laughs> all the time. I got five or six of my book bag right there. Uh, you know what? I, let's see what I got for cash. I may buy one of yours. My mom's going to send me a text. Say, I want to read his, too. Hey, we're, I promise we're going to talk Menominee Falls basketball. Absolutely. Yeah, we will on the other side of the break. Special guest, uh, Aaron Womack, head basketball coach of Menominee Falls, and my new co-host. Uh, do you remember the old commercials? With uh, the Miller Lake commercials with Bob Euchre and and all those, on one of those they had um, uh, an umpire who had big thick glasses, and he said, I-, "I knew this was a bad idea when I was letting you in the building today." My first thought was, "I, I knew this was a bad," <laughs> and it's only gonna get better. <laughs> no. Stay tuned, man. I'm really so I'm retiring after the ten. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he is David Cooks, my new coach. It's gonna be a blast. Uh, this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Oh, Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. I know in this, at least on this show, nobody's going to complain about my bumper music. You're not going to hear Grandma got run over by a reindeer or any of that stuff on this show. Not when I. This is this is the Christmas music I like. So, boys, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, David Cook's my co-host in studio. Our special guest. He's the head basketball coach at Menominee Falls High School. First year at Menominee Falls. Aaron Womack. I read the article. Said, hey. Menominee Falls provides the perfect opportunity for Coach Womack to return as a head coach. Um, excited about this group, Coach? Yes, I am. Uh, you know, we moved to Menominee Falls about four years ago, and I, you know, like Coach Cook, I'm done with coaching, not getting back, and then uh, I got lured back in by uh, Coach Joe Water, be assistant there, um, and then uh, was going to step back down, didn't want to, and then uh, some dominoes fell into place. Uh, I made the mistake of. I think one day in prayer, so I would like to coach my son one day. And then some dominoes came to the place. <laughs> it's amazing so, when you pray. It and, yeah. I, I, I wasn't praying for an opportunity. I just said it, you know. But I said, but yeah, it came back because I, I know some of the guys and have some um, some relatives on the team and, and nephews and whatnot. And like I said, my my kids are in the community there um, and, and, and know some of the parents and whatnot. So yeah, it does provide a, a great opportunity because you know, kind of familiar with the surroundings. 
Well, I, you know, it's funny because I, this this is my last year, but I so did far. this twice now, <laughs> so far. like Brett Favre kind of stuff. You know, my wife's listening, just rolling her head, rolling her eyes. But the difference is I've always told her, uh-huh. but now I'm telling other people. So, so you know what? As men, we need to have other men hold us accountable. So you guys got to hold me accountable, right, Coach Cooks? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm watching. Are you done? I'm watching. Oh, I'm done. Well, I'm yeah, done. I'm, hold hold on. Well, I'm, I'm done right now. Done right. I'm done right now. I'm excited about doing this. You know, I'm, I'm living in the moment. In the that's moment, all I, that's all I can do. Man. Saying you're done as a contract negotiation ploy. I, I know that. I know that they they're not done. Somebody gonna come out with a little bit more. So people are always trying to pull you back <laughs> in. They pull you back in. You know, hey, keep that belt short. Do, do you miss the, uh, the 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 grind right now? Are you missing no. going to practice? No, actually, actually, you know, I, I, I'm I'm in a good place. I think. You know, yeah. I, I, this is the first time in 30 years I haven't been on the sideline. So I've been doing it a long time and and kind of weaned myself off of it slowly. Um, so um, I enjoy I, just watching games now. I don't I don't have to make decisions. I don't have to <laughs> worry about substitutions. I can just sit there and enjoy games. Do you watch off the ball and you watch? You're still taking notes, though, aren't you? Just in case. No, 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 no. In your mind, you are. In your mind, look at how they ran that out of bounds play. But, yeah, like, well, yeah. You see some things. And yeah. like, oh man, I wonder why they did that. I wonder what he was thinking about that. But uh, that's the extent to which it needs to go. I, I'm, I'm undefeated in radio. <laughs> you know what? You with your comment when you walked in the door, you already had a loss. And I'm not gonna. I'll tell people someday what <laughs> what that was. But hey, Aaron, when 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 uh, Coach Showalter, when when Menominee falls. And, and and he, you know, parted ways. Um, hard for you, and to 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 take over that that program because you were as an, as an assistant. We know the loyalty that we feel for the head coach. Was that difficult? It was. It was one of the hardest decisions I, uh, I ever had to make. Um, not just in the ten, 10 years, but in my lifetime. Because yeah, not only just assistant. I've known Showalter. We've been friends over twenty five years. We played together. We went to some tournaments. Um, some money tournaments uh, uh, up north, and 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 so uh, I watched these kids grow up. I knew little, little Jake and Zach, oh, and they were just little, little, little just thoughts basically. <laughs> um, and so growing up, growing up with them, and then coaching with them out at, at Germantown, and and just it was a friendship. So it was one of the toughest decisions um, I ever had to make. Um, did they, you talk to him about it um, before? Because I, I I was stepping away. Did did not want to go back. They actually. Uh, hired three different coaches who stepped in took it turned it down stepped in took it turned it down stepped in took it turned it down and then there were some things going on some things being said about what i thought was my guys and you know and so and when i was asked and kind of went back and forth i, I didn't i don't want to see my guys dangling in the wind so to speak and and when some negative things been said by them about them um it's like well no they they you know they i think they're better than that and so when i kind of inquired about it I did want to reach out to him at first because I didn't want to, and I know he would have pushed for me. I know he would have would have had my support, but I didn't want. I wanted to be the decision to be the right decision, kind sure. of thing, you know. So it's hard, man. Yeah, it's hard. It's it really tough. hard. Yeah. When 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 I was at Heritage Christian and uh, that didn't work out, they mm-hmm. they went to my assistant coach, mm-hmm. Derek Canada, who's mm-hmm. now in uh, in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and he called me. He said, "Hey, they're calling me," mm-hmm. and I said, "Do you want to do it?" He said, I think I do. Mm. I said, take it. Just go in with your eyes wide open. Go in knowing what we went through as a staff last year. 
but go in with your eyes wide open. If that's what you want to do, he said, I've got your blessing. I said, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what? It hurts. It stings. Yeah. And I'm sure with Coach Showalter, too, a little mm-hmm. bit. It stings a little bit, but we're grown men. Mm-hmm. We understand this game. Right. You know, if it's right for the kids, if it's right for you and your family, look, this article, I don't. We're, we're, if anybody else would have called you, you'd still be out of coaching. You'd be most, done. Most definitely. You know, even talking with my wife, said, you know, so I inquired about it, you know, and uh, and see, you know, it's down to the ninth hour. She said, well, basically, I don't want you going back. However, I don't want you to have to say I should have or I would have, you know, right. have any regrets later. So, you know, go ahead, you know, and see what, what what's it about. You, you never know. They might not even hire you. you know yeah. What, so, what, what is your see. wife's name, Aaron? It's Tasha. Is she listening, do you think? Uh, she might be. She I was, hope so. Uh, she might be. Uh, she knows about She might be. She's the principal at Brown Deer Middle High School. Okay. Uh, so they, they have some good sports teams out there, so she knows about sports. Yeah. Yes, she, yes yeah. they do. Yeah. Yeah. So if Menominee Falls and Brown Deer were to play, who's she rooting for? <laughs> you don't know. She, <laughs> man, that's she, she laughs. Like the governor of, of Kentucky that we know half Kentucky Blue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> half Kentucky Wildcats, half Louisville Cardinals, so she might put the half and half. You know, it's probably with knowing her, knowing her, whoever has the better record, that's who she's going to root for. Oh, oh, man. And, 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 no, okay, I'll tell you this. Once her son's got that uniform on, that's who oh, she's oh, rooting oh, for. Without a doubt. A hundred percent. Without a doubt. That, that's the tiebreaker yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you coached your son yet? Um, I started in, in the junior program. Okay. Um, uh, and so it was kind of funny. I um, coaching with the high school and then we, we were doing conducting the, the tryouts for the junior program. And then when I was leaving, someone said, oh, is your son trying out? I was like, no, he doesn't go to Menominee Falls uh, School. He says, you just have to live in the district. You have to go to school. I said, do you want to try out? So he tried out, uh, did a good job. And then um, um, then they asked me, hey, you want to, you know, kind of help us out with it? And so, oh, that, that, sure. And I had to ask him because sometimes, you know, <laughs> kids don't want to dance around because I'm always in his ear. I've always been working him out. And he said he, he would love that. So, uh, yeah, but I, I kind of still a hands off. I'm just there, you know, kind of add a few things and try not to coach him too much. Kind of, it was hard in the beginning. It's hard. <laughs> it was hard in the beginning. It's, man, I, I'm yelling at him, and then one of my frat brothers is also coaching. He's like, oh, "It's okay, it's okay." He's like, "Well, we worked on that." And, oh, you know, okay, <laughs> you know. So I try to coach the the other ten guys and let them coach him. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I coached mine, and yeah. it was there was a book called Coaching Our Sons, uh-huh. Coach Tank up in Dodgeville. Yeah. Old book. Now it's hard to find, yeah. from what I understand, because. I talk about that on the show a lot, and I'll get people saying, hey, I'm I'm on Amazon. I can't find this book, so I need to reach out to Coach Tank. But what I learned is once we got to the kitchen table, I was his father. Yeah. But yeah. that ride home sometimes is a little difficult on the boy. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. it was hard because his mom and my wife would be mad at the coach sometimes, and that was me. That was you. So she'd be right. like, why isn't he starting? <laughs> you know why he's not starting? Because Jarrell Harris was the other point guard. Oh, Jarrell Harris is really good. Starting over him, no. Yeah, <laughs> and all he has to do is be as good, and then he gets the nod because that's my boy. Right, right. But he's not, right. and he'll come off the bench as long as Jarrell Harris is right. is playing on on this team. Coach, when when uh, when you came, when you're the the first year head coach at mm-hmm. at Menominee Falls, but you've been a head coach before. Yeah. Um, Going into this thing, most difficult part about getting this program to where you want it to be, what's it been so far? I'll tell you some of the mindset and culture things because uh, 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 it, it, they they have some uh, coach, uh, um, coach Sedemeyer and Coach Wentworth who've been in the program, um, and they do some great things um, um, with the program. And it's just saying, hey, we haven't been successful to, to the level I want to be, so let's change some things and see. You know, it's like that old adage, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But if it's not broke, but if it is broke, look, you know. And as I said, well, one of the best things about the program is that 
that we're undefeated in fundraising. They do a great job of fundraising. <laughs> really? But uh, um, but the best chili nights <laughs> in, the, hey, in the conference. Hey, for real, you know. So have but, you been to one? Oh, the chili nights. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, hold oh, on. Yeah. I took you to the stakeout at Brookside Baptist <laughs> Church. You haven't bring. You have not brought me to the chili. Reciprocity is not a part of this relationship, <laughs> man. This is not going well. <laughs> so, Womack, you know, you mentioned your assistant coaches. I was, uh-huh. I was interested. Uh-huh. What What was important for you when it was time for you to put your staff together? Oh uh, well, the, the first call was 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 my guy who who knows the ins and out of Milwaukee basketball, the whole state, and um, he's a great ex not ex and old coach. But the main thing that he's he's the person that can tell me to shut up. He's the person that can cuss me out. And we still sit on the dinner table. So, so Sam Guyton was the first person I had to see if he could would do it. And if he couldn't do it, um, then I probably couldn't do it. Um, and because I, I got about 15, 20 calls by guys wanting to come back, and I appreciate that. Um, so I had to have him. And then um, um, I got a call from another friend who I who coached under me at North Division, uh, Carlos Hubbard, who then I coached under him and helped him out when he was at Northwest. Um, um, and so that 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 came about first, and then then we're trying to retain the the, the coaches that were there before. Um, um, and then Coach uh, Satamire agreed to come back, and Coach Wentworth, because like I said, they played that ball at Menominee Falls, and so they have a love for the program. So the first thing again, I had to do is get somebody that that not only knows the game, but that basically can control me, <laughs> you know, keep me under wraps, so to speak. So that that was the first. Are process. you in the building, Aaron? No, I'm not. No, where do you, where are you teaching? Uh, I'm assistant principal um, uh, at a school in Milwaukee Public Schools. Okay. Um. So, but um, we um, and then and, and again, that's the school, Menominee Falls. You know, accommodating. We have all our practices late, uh, five thirty. Um. So that works out perfectly. And whatnot. Any of the coaches in the building? No, no. That's no. tough. Yeah, that's it's, tough. yeah, it's tough. And that's why we have some some great great kids who kind of can police themselves. Have an uh, outstanding um, athletic director and athletic uh, administrative assistant. Who keeps me up the prior? I see like eighteen eight email, emails from her <laughs> throughout the day. You know these players are, are have all their things in ready for trials. These players don't. These players need to do this and that. You know, so we're in constant communication and whatnot. I got a text from a teacher um, that said, "Hey, one player, potential player, um, you know, that didn't have quite the best day in in in, in the library and, and whatnot." So uh, yeah, they they they're real good, real good of uh, lifting up the athletes and then taking care of them that way. So that's going to be important. Yeah. You know, that- if I if I would have ever gone back into coaching high school, <laughs> uh, being in the building would have been a prerequisite for mm, me. Yeah, I just think you you can lose so much. With, mm. But if you've got great communication yeah, uh, with the people there, and you're yeah. always there. I mean, it can yeah. work. One of my first head coaching jobs out on the East Coast, I wasn't in the building. I was yeah. a, I was a corporate guy, right? Um, and we did the late practices and all of that, and 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 you make it work. I mean, you figure out a yeah. way to make it work. Yeah. So, you know, and you could learn more about that in your book. I learned more about that. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Getting undressed from paralysis to right. purpose. DavidCookSpeaks.com. I'm going to do this throughout the, the season because, you look, what we have to draw back from is stuff that we have to draw back mm-hmm. from. And yours, a lot you were, you know, you put in the book, and uh, I would highly recommend that book. Coach, uh, before we get to break, you guys open up at Milwaukee Lutheran on Tuesday, correct? Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, you indeed. guys ready? Ah uh, well, we probably won't be ready to January. No, um, we don't know anything <laughs> about Walking Luther. They don't play um, before they play us, um, and so we had some alumni come in and they they spanked us pretty good on on, on Wednesday night, and then they came in again last night, um, and then we did a little better. So it's a slow process. We're getting there, um, but uh, the main thing the kids just have to learn about effort and then going against us. In the lab, we have some young kids, 
And I said, when you go against varsity, you play against some grown men. You yes. play against some guys that don't have a tomorrow. And so they put everything into it. You guys have a tomorrow. And so it's a little different. You got to play like you don't have a tomorrow against these seniors. Grown Sense men. of urgency. So, yes, indeed. Hey, we're going to talk about your roster a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about those kids on the other side of the break. Give you an idea. At 1045, Mark Miller is going to join us. At 1115, Wade Lebecki from the WIAA will join us. We're you know, congratulate him on that football season. Yeah. Then I got some basketball questions. Yeah, you guys realize what happens in the NBA sometimes trickles down to the high school, right? I may ask him a question or two about. As it, well, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Anybody listening to this show knows what I'm talking about. But I may ask him a couple of questions about what's going on over. Let's just say in the North Shore. Huh? North Shore. North Shore. Yeah. yeah. At but, conference, man, yeah, conference got really? all of a sudden got <laughs> unbelievable. Have you have you seen the, the, when the Nicolay team walks in the gym? They get off the bus. You go, oh man! It's about the hockey team. Yeah, their hockey team. Exactly. <laughs> That's, he's yeah. Aaron Womack. Yes, yeah. And he's pretending he's clueless. He's an author. He is not clueless. Hey, by the way, I want to thank our our friends at Wendy's. Um, if if you could see Aaron Womack the third on the couch. When I said, "Hey, you, you wait till I tell you what Wendy's does," he got really excited. He woke up quick, didn't he? Because Wendy's is his favorite place. He get an envelope full of coupons. You can take some of those, give them to your staff, give them to your family, give them to. You, you stay away from the players. Maybe I don't know. You can't take the team out. There's enough in there, or. Aaron the third can use them all, whatever you think. Take care of all himself. He's got four sisters. So yeah, he oh, might treat you know them. what? Oh, yeah. He's That's not Sharon. Look at him. He's shaking his head. He'll tell us when he comes to the microphone later in the show. He's not sharing any of those. In fact, he hopes during the break you run him down to Wendy's so we can get something to eat. But I want to thank Wendy's and, and Sheila Mickey. In fact, um, Wendy's and their properties are going to help us out with pregame meals oh, over right. at Martin Luther. Okay. And we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the show but um, and a little, throughout the season because they've been really kind. And, and we had this conversation, Sheila, Mickey, and I, about we struggle. What, what should we eat pregame three yeah. hours before the mm-hmm. game? And she said, you know, at, at, at not only at Chili's but at, at Wendy's and Fazoli's, we've got some, some, some products, some food that would be pretty good for that. So we kind of put together some ideas, and, and they're now going to be feeding. Um, we're paying for it, but they're going to be feeding, you know, get, getting a good break. And, and they are doing a great job giving us recommendations as to what our kids should be eating three hours before. And I want to thank Sheila Mickey and the fine people at Wendy's and Chili's and Fazoli's. So I appreciate that. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, David Cook's my co-host, along with Aaron Womack, the head basketball coach at Menominee Falls High School. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. They told me, a newborn king to see, Our finest gifts we bring, Oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Going old school with that song, boys. You guys remember, because you guys aren't spring chickens either. <laughs> we were presented by your, grew lo- up fast. your local pick-and-save stores. Your dad was a musician. I read that in the book, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, okay. want me to sing for you? <laughs> Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. I was told by a nun in fourth grade, Sister Margaret Mary, 
Mr. McGivern, never sing in public. You are tone deaf. Don't sing in the shower. Don't sing in the car. Don't sing in public ever. Wow. Yeah, that was, that was hard. Those nuts Did you recover rough, from man. that? I don't sing in public. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can you tell it's still? Look at the tear coming down my face. That was a painful story. Man, my co-host is David Cooks, former Marquette High Concordia University coach, and he's an author, Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. DavidCooksSpeaks.com. You want him to come out and speak. If he does, and if he makes fun of me, you let me know. You let me know. And they should. And, and Aaron Womack said he doesn't even get paid for these things. I think that's what he said. No, I say that. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I say that this isn't all. faith in the zone. I can lie. <laughs> Aaron Womack is our special in studio guest. And I'm so happy. He had to change up a bunch of times and practices, but he got it done. Coach, let's talk about this year's uh, Menominee Falls team. Mm-hmm. Young team. Yes, yes, very young. Um, again, when talked about, you know, talking to Coach Cook about changing the culture and want to do some things differently, and it, and it gives me a chance to experiment. You know, usually you might have a roster full of 15 um, players uh, on varsity. And then when I found out over the years, just kind of reflecting is that generally your your, your bottom five might be your scout team and, right. and don't really get a chance to play. And then after a while, probably around after Christmas, they don't, they're don't. they not as competitive as they used to be because they know they got to come in and one day get the scout teams to play down and just, just go. So I looked at maybe uh, having only 10 on the roster and then using my JV team as uh, my G League. Because uh, if I think about it, if you think about it, maybe your 12, 13, 14, man, is about the same or maybe maybe not as good as the the starters on JV. So if I need to pull somebody, I'd rather pull somebody that's got some games under their belt. Because if I had to move somebody up, they haven't had games if they're the 14th, 15th, you know, man and whatnot. So I'm doing a little different. Plus, it keeps the, those guys competitive. We don't have to go two and a half, three hours because they they going hard. Those 10 go hard. And I have a roster of 11 because one of the players that I did cut, he came back to me and said, hey, coach, hey, hey, look, I never went out for basketball my first three years of high school. I'm a senior. I, I just want to be the hype man. I just want to get better. I just want to come and bust my butt. And listen, and I said, okay, come on. You can be the left man. I can't promise you any playing time. But he comes in and works hard, and he makes others work hard. He's a senior? He's a senior. He's you know, a senior. That's, that's, that's impressive. Whoever yeah. he is, yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you look at rosters nowadays, three, four seniors sometimes yeah. because the kids that say, hey, look, if I'm not getting the first six, I don't yeah. want to be part of it. Right. Right. Where years ago, it yeah. was, look, what do I have to do to be part of this mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. You know what? I'll, if you keep me, I'll work hard every yeah. day and hope I get yeah. some playing time. Yeah. Those days seem to be over yeah. um, for the for, for the most part. Coach, when, go ahead. You know, I think you might be onto something. Mm-hmm. We talk about how the game has changed, and mm-hmm. now you know you, you've categorized your JV squad as your G League. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that that day of of having those guys number twelve, thirteen, and mm-hmm. fourteen, that they might be coming to an end, and mm-hmm. this might be a way. This is very interesting. I hadn't yeah. heard heard that approach before yeah. because I know when I coached, it was you know you had fifteen guys, yeah. and and surely you're absolutely right. Uh, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen weren't going to get a lot of time right. and those sometime were the guys that ended up causing you more trouble mm-hmm. um how does how does the community this is the question how has the community received that in terms of limiting that the number of people that you have in your program i think that that because it's the first year and we haven't had um you know a lot of success uh, what i believe is that we we Miami falls never even made the state um and it's something new um, again, the community has been very supportive in, in trying something different. And I, and I and I had meetings before. I had two meetings and um, before trials and whatnot, kind of explain my my philosophy in this way, and so look at it, so to speak. And then um and then when I explained that that there are going to be some sophomores or JV player and freshmen, 
um, this probably get some opportunity if we need it and get pulled up again. So they're going to come from playing time. And it's, it's easier to pull somebody from playing time than it is from non-playing and then all of a sudden you into a, a role. Yeah, hey, guys, I'm going to ask you both this because I, I get asked this a lot and very few things in my life that I'm on the fence. You ask me about something, how I feel about this, I'll just tell you how mm-hmm. I feel, and I have pretty strong feelings on a lot of different things. But this one I can't figure out. Sophomore, mm-hmm. seventh man on varsity. Mm-hmm. Is it better for him to practice every day with us on varsity, mm-hmm. not get a ton of time, maybe eighth man, ninth man, not get a ton of time playing, but to practice against varsity? Or is it better for him to play JV, start, play most of the game, and I've seen it successful both ways, and I've seen it fail both ways. I, I can't figure out how I feel on it. Aaron, how do you? I think whatever. The first, first and foremost, you want that player to get better, and whatever role is going to make him better. If it's going against and getting his head knocked against some older guys, a varsity going to make him better, then do that. If it's him being uh, the playing time in JV, uh, then, 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 then do that. I have a, a particular sophomore. Um, that he's always been a role player, always been a role player, always been a role player, and he's going to play some varsity. Um, but it, it's for me, it's better for him to kind of be the man, right, JB, and get that under his belt. So then when he plays some varsity, he has some confidence, and then he doesn't have to worry about trying to get 25 points because, hey, I got mine. You know, I'm just here to set picks. I'm just here to, to play good defense. I'm here to you know, get some fouls up. So it depends on the person and depends yeah. on your, your situation. Same thing, David? Same thing. I think I think it's important for a coach to have a specific plan for mm-hmm. a player in that mm-hmm. situation. Yes. And, and what the – desired outcome for that player mm-hmm. is and make sure it's clear and how whichever approach you can take to get that desired outcome is the mm-hmm. one you take yep. and i think a lot of times it depends on the quality of your varsity team that you're talking about sure if you have a very good top five or six that this person can really grow and benefit from greater than he or she could yeah um by playing uh jv mm-hmm. then go ahead and do that but i do think you have to Look at it from an individual standpoint. That how that how that uh, player responds to certain situations because you're talking about a three year growth period here, right. not a one season. Right. Hey, you know the difference between high school basketball coaches and football coaches. You look out out in our parking lot right now. The two guys that were in the youth sports show, right, Shane Covington, Randy Drew, are still out there talking football. Forty five minutes later, <laughs> now we would have been in the conference room. Because it's warmer in the right, conference right. room, we would have been talking. They're out running pass patterns in our parking lot 45 minutes after, and that's the difference. Yeah. I don't know if it's toughness or smart. I don't know. They, they, those I'm, not two a psych- tough guys. I'm not a sports psychologist or anything like that. But, however, but however, you would say, however, you would be in the conference room. Uh, you know, I like I like to get more bang for you, you, right. You've gotten soft. <laughs> <laughs> That's David Cooks. He is a ghost. You can't watch film outside. Oh, no, you, you can't watch, watch film outside. You can watch in the conference room. There That's, we go. That's there smart. we go. Right. Why's I got to be soft? We, we can get can't some that hot be chocolate. Hot chocolate. Turn on Hallmark if we had oh. to. Like happens at the Cook household all the time. This says, hey, other side of the break, Mark Miller is going to join us. We'll talk a little bit about this year's uh, basketball yearbook, WBY Shootout, coming up a couple of weeks. And uh, we're a proud sponsor of that thing again. You're going to come out now, right? Come back to Concordia. We have fun every year at that thing, don't we? This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. 
Oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host David Cooks and our special in-studio guest. He's a good one. Man, he could come in anytime he wants. Aaron Womack, head basketball coach at Menominee Falls, and he's an author. Go to Amazon.com, Birthing a Dream is his book, and we're going to talk a little more about that book later in the show. We're now joined by Mark Miller. Cannot believe it, but the WBY shootout, man, it's right around the corner. Mr. Miller, how are you today? I'm fine, Mike. Thanks. Yeah, man, excited. December 27th, 28th, 29th, wall-to-wall basketball. It's the Rick Majerus Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook Shootout at Concordia. And uh, between now and then, we will have a number of coaches that are going to participate in the Rick Majerus uh, Shootout and, and looking forward to that. And as we get closer, Mark, I'm sure we'll have you on a number of times to, to kind of highlight and promote some of the matchups that are in. Uh, the Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook, the 34th edition, came out. And, uh, Mark, it's, it, every year it gets better. And congratulations. It's, it is the, the Bible for high school basketball coaches here in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, thanks for for the kind words. It's it's nice to have it out. <laughs> yeah, I bet. A lot of work goes into this thing, Mark. It's it's amazing to me. Um, and a number of ways to get a hold of it. Uh, WBNews at yahoo.com If you want to to, to go there and 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 uh, you can certainly send an email to to buy them. If somebody wants to 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 go to a store or or go online, what's the easiest way to get the the, the book? Yeah, um, if you can order online at wbby.com, and if you want to go to to stores, um, certainly you may do that as well. And um, they they're in the process right now of finishing up getting them all out at at uh, newsstands. Um, they uh, are out at a lot of them already, and then they'll be out uh, at more, uh, you know, over the first part of the next week. Um, but they're available. Uh, they will be available if they're not there yet at Sendix. Uh, there's one in Greendale, and I know there's one in Greenfield. I believe there's one in Hills Corners, um, in Heartland, and uh, Piggly Wiggly stores. I know there's one in Heartland and in Jackson. Uh, Menominee Falls are available at, at Woodman's and Piggly Wiggly, um, Carl's Country Market. Um, in Milwaukee, they're going to be at Boswell Books, Kim's uh, Corporation, um, the Piggly Wiggly on East Capitol, and the Century Store on Lisbon Street. So. Um, in New Berlin, they're at Sendex. So basically, any Woodman's or Sendex so yeah. are going to carry them. Well, we got to talk to Pick and Save about getting them because they're a major sponsor of this show. And and uh, boy, I'll tell uh, you oh. what, we got to <laughs> figure out how to get uh, how to get yeah. those books at 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 your local Pick and Save store as well. Hey, Mark, so far, um, any surprises for you? I know the season's really early, and and if uh, anybody wants to get uh, some basketball in. Uh, the, the mighty Spartans are at East Troy tonight, but there's a lot of good basketball uh, early in the season. Have you? First of all, have you gone out to see a game yet? Yes, I'm about to head out uh, today over to uh, Wisconsin Dells for three games, and uh, I was at a game on Tuesday night, uh, Sheboygan Lutheran, which uh, entered the season as the number one ranked team in, uh, in Division Five, uh, went up to Living Word Lutheran to play a game, and. Uh, Wrote about that on Wisports.net, and uh, Sheboygan came out on top. Um, so that's the only game I've seen to date, but uh, we'll see three more today, and uh, looking forward to watching many more in coming weeks. Yeah, they, they, Sheboygan Lutheran looked pretty good to you. I read that article. Yeah, they did. They they have a lot of um, uh, quickness. Uh, they have good size, um, and they have some experience. You know, those are three pretty good traits to have, and and they have a scholarship player 
in Jacob Agnosovic, a six-seven junior. Um, so you know those those uh, you put all that together and you, you got a pretty strong team. Uh, Living Words a little bit in a rebuilding mode. They lost quite a few players from last year, but um, kind of an interesting storyline for Living Word Lutheran is uh, uh, Ezra Dufour is a six-seven senior who was homeschooled last year. He did play at, at Living Word as a sophomore, um, but then last year chose to be homeschooled. Well, he finished with 26 points in that game. It was a little bit kind of a, you know, a six-seven kid that can score from the perimeter. He had four threes in the game, um, so I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, sidelight, even though they got beat in the game. And also for Living Word Lutheran, it was the coaching debut for Tim Rickard, who uh, had previously coached at Young Cox Prep when they won the D5 WI State Championship a few years back, and last year was at Beloit Memorial. Hey, Mark, is uh, when you look at Division One and Division Two. Boy, the division there's especially at the top half of Division Two, there are some. There might be the best basketball players in the state of Wisconsin right now in Division Two. Uh, yeah, it'd be hard to argue against that. Obviously, with the talent that's at Nicolay right now, with uh, Jamari Sibley and Jalen Johnson, you know, at the top of the list there with the uh, you know two high major Division One prospects, um, and then of course Washington with Deontay Long and. And, uh, and Michael Foster Jr., um, you know, again, two, two really good college prospects and outstanding high school players. And then you go up to lacrosse and, you know, you got the Davis brothers and you got Terrence Thompson and, and, and they're all going to be, you know, looked at hard by Division One colleges. Um, and, you know, you go right on down the line. I mean, Kakana and on Alaska, uh, you know, Green Bay Southwest. I mean, Westosha Central's got a lot back. I, I, I like Milwaukee Madison this year. They they have a really good player that's under the radar a little bit in Kyrene Gaines. Um, so Quimont Greer has done an unbelievable job getting that program back on its feet. They kind of had floundered for, for a bit, but, um, you know, they're, they're projected to finish, you know, on the top couple in the city conference this year. Um, so I agree with that statement, Mike. They're, Division Two is very, very uh, talented, both in terms of individuals and then in terms of teams, too. I mean, you can go you know, 10, 12 deep of, of really outstanding basketball teams. Yeah, I agree. When you look at uh, preseason that you've put in in Division III, uh, Wapon number one, Racine St. Catharines. I saw them a couple of times uh, just in, at Kettle Moraine last week, and, and I know it's hard preseason you know, scrimmages, but, boy, they're, they're just loaded. Uh, look awfully good. Uh, Martin Luther, three, Brown Deer, Brookfield Academy, Golden Meyer. Division three, and especially in this area, very talented in in uh, southeast Wisconsin. When when you look at uh, preseason, at least in your book, Division one, Waukesha West. We haven't talked about Waukesha West in a while for basketball, but you've got them preseason ranked number one, and and think they got a chance to to play really well this year. Yeah, yeah. You know that was a, that was probably one of the toughest calls I had. You know when I was doing the rankings of the top 10 teams for the yearbook in, in September, um, trying to figure out who would, who would you pick number one in, in uh, Division One, And, you know, I, I guess the logical pick probably would have been Sussex Hamilton because they have one of the best players in the country, Patrick Baldwin Jr. They're coming off a, a state tournament appearance, and they won 17 games last year. And, you know, Andy Cerrone has been coaching there. This is his 18th year now. I really like their junior, Lucas Finnessy. He's, he's just a rugged, tough kid. And then they got a lot of skill guys with Tanner Resch and J.T. Hoytink and Carson Smith. And, you know, if Ty Ellingson can come back healthy this year, um, they also have size. So, you know, why did, you, why did I go with Waukesha West over, over Sussex? Um, and the reason I did is because I, I, I just think Waukesha West um, 
has a little bit more experience, a little bit more physicality to them, um, you know, with, with the seniors that they have, uh, David Skogman, Rocky Martinez, Chris Breedy, all seniors, and then, you know, one of the best sophomores in the state in, in Camp Polizzi. But, you know, it's razor thin, and, and certainly uh, you could go, you know, with Sussex over them. You know, Racine Park got beat last night. Uh, you know, they played Washington, and they, they were competitive, um, but, but they got beat. Um, and, and then I think up in the Fox Valley area, uh, Kimberly is going to be real good. And certainly in the greater metro, one of the, I think probably the toughest conference in the state this year, top to bottom, in addition to Sussex, you got the two Brookfield schools that are going to be both very, very talented. So, um, uh, you know, Division One might not have the, the star power that you're talking about before, Mike, you know, in terms of individuals other than, you know, perhaps Patrick Baldwin Jr., Noble Days, um, you know, David Scoggin, those kind of guys. Um, but but they're they're very, very talented nonetheless, and it'll be a really interesting season to see who emerges. I think it's a pretty wide-open field. Um, you know, you can go down to the teams that we had ranked, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine uh, in the preseason that, that potentially could have a chance of, of winning the state title. Mark, thank you so much, and, and I look forward to it. In the next few weeks, we'll have you on for two segments. I want to continue to highlight and promote the Rick Majerus Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook Shootout, December 27th, 28th, 29th. It's wall-to-wall basketball, and once again, we are the uh, media uh, partner with Mark for this tournament, and I uh, really look forward to working with you very close to the next four weeks, Mark, and, and thanks for a few minutes of your time. Enjoy the day, and good luck to Coach Womack as he takes over at uh... – at Menominee Falls. Yeah, he first thing he said when he walked in was, "Man, he's got us. He doesn't believe in us." And no, he didn't say any of that. He didn't. He didn't say any of it. Look at me causing trouble. And I know that David Cooks is retired from coaching, but it's still good to have him in studio, right? Oh, absolutely. He's the best. He's not the best. Don't give him a big head, Mark. Don't. No, he is the best. He is the best. We'll, we'll miss him over. Uh, well, hopefully you can make it over to the shootout. This oh, he will absolutely. I'll be there. Hey, yeah. ask me if yeah. the food's going to be there this year. Uh, you ask. Uh, oh, oh <laughs> I'm, so, I'm supposed to ask you if the food's going to be there this year. If it's there, Mark, then him and I are going to hang out again together. I'm just kidding. He is Mark Miller uh, with Sports.net, and nobody is better than this guy, I'm telling you. And plan on December 27th, 28th, 29th. It is the Rick Majerus. Wisconsin basketball, your book, shootout, wall-to-wall basketball. Hey, Mark, have a good weekend. I'll talk to you okay. next week. Sounds good. Thank you. You, you bet. Uh, this is the Wendy's varsity play. Why did you just ask him, man? Just, Why you got to throw me under the bus? <laughs> you know, he's got to spend a little more time with basketball. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know any players He at doesn't all. know any players. <laughs> hey, you know what? When, when I come in in the morning, Chuck Freeman will say, hey, what do you think of that team at Wild Rose? I said, you know, their point guard's hurt. And you know, no, yeah, that lefty point guard is really good, gets in gaps and kicks and turned a high ankle sprain, but he might be back midseason. And we go to a break and go, why would you ask me about Wild Rose? I don't know anything about those guys. <laughs> Completely lying. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. I, Mark Miller does not do that. No, he Wendy's does not. Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Gotta come up with a nickname for you. <laughs> because if they're gonna keep calling me big time, I got I've got a couple in mind, but I don't want to get our license taken away. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. As always presented by your friends? local pick and save stores, frenemies. 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 I like that. I just learned that word. It's the first time I've been able to use it in a sentence. Thank you very much. These two are like Lower and Hardy out here, man. Which one am I? I don't want to know. Don't say it. How old are you? Well, imagine about Laurel and Hardy. I'm old school. I'm old school, man. Old spirit. I'm old school, man. Yeah, Laurel and Hardy. But we all laughed. Cody had no idea. He was like, no clue. Laurel and what? What is that? Is that a sandwich someplace? Welcome back again to my co-host David Cooks. We're coming up with a nickname. Anybody have any ideas, you let me know. And again, it's got to be something we can use on the air. You know what? My dentist has a nickname for you, by the way. Uh-oh. I think, I don't know if you cut him at Marquette. McKen? McGinn? McGinn? Yeah, Dr. McGinn. He's a big Marquette high guy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he played They'll for They'll probably you. call me Novocaine because yeah. I'm cold yeah. like that. No. <laughs> he had some other things. No. I'm just kidding. I, you know what? I found out he's Marquette High guy. I said, you guys got any more dentists here that maybe didn't go to Marquette High? <laughs> no, it's just messing. Okay, let's go to work, man. He's really good. Hey, uh, Mark Miller was talking. He's he's unbelievable. He's a freak, isn't he? He knows guys from... You, you say, how does Southern Door look? Right. And right. he'll just tell you, man, Southern Door? How does Sevastopol going to do this year? Boom, he'll tell you. That that was amazing. Yeah. Every that, week. That was amazing. It's it's every week, man. When I have him on this time of year, because with the WBY shootout, if you look at the schedule, you know, you've got teams from all over the state. Yeah. I mean, you, you go, you can go watch Green Bay Southwest against Wisconsin Lutheran, yeah. or Mount Horeb against Milwaukee Lutheran. On Alaska against Waukesha West, mm-hmm. you know, and then if you want to see some of the really good games, Brook Central against Martin Luther or Brook East against Martin Luther, but uh, that's just me trying to pimp the school that I'm coaching at. But he talked about Milwaukee, Washington. Mm-hmm. We play Milwaukee, Washington, the Terry Porter Classic. Thank you, Ty Mosler, for that, by the way. <laughs> really appreciate that. 6'9", 6'8", 6'5", all over the place. Ay, ay, ay. So it's interesting. Hey, we are now joined. We have a, another special guest in the studio. And he, this is a really nice young man. He is Aaron Womack III. Aaron, how are you today? Good. Matt, it's good to see you. How uh, How is it having your dad coach you? It's fun. Yeah, now he's sitting next to you, so you can't tell us how you're really feeling, but that's okay. That's okay. Do you uh, Do you have a love for the game of basketball, or do you just like it? I have a love for the game. You do? Do you follow it? You like watching it? Yes, I do. Favorite NBA team is? Uh, I like to watch the Lakers. You do? Uh, did you like the Lakers last year without LeBron? Yeah. With Because of, of ball? No, yeah. Kuzma. Yeah, there you go. Look at this. 
he is Mark Miller for the NBA, man. <laughs> that's who he, that's who he is. Um, where do you go to school? Milwaukee College Prep. And your mom called during the break, right? No, that was my sister. Oh, your sister. And she said, Brown Deer over Menominee Falls anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. That was your sister. Oh, man. She's not no. getting dinner tonight. No, not tonight. She's not wearing a fa- <laughs> She's wearing Falcon's gear. She's not an Indian. Hey, um, do you get a chance to go see your dad's practices once in a while? Yeah. Yeah, you go in there, you get the chance to, to get on the side hoop and get some shots up. Mm-hmm. Um, what position do you play normally? Um, one, three, I, four, five. Really? He's a baller. He's yeah. positionless. That's Man, what he just said. That's yeah. what he, said. he didn't say two. So not a shooting guard yet. But guess what? Daddy's going to get it. You get the shooting machine out. He'll get it. He'll be a shooting guard by by eighth grade. What grade are you in? Six. You're in sixth grade. Um, you're a good student. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite subject? Math. Be nice to him, Cooks, because we're going to be working for him one day. So just be nice. You know what? I get seniors in high school that sit where he's sitting, and are not as confident and good on the air as this young man. So, Aaron, well done. I always wanted to know what my, what my kid was like when he couldn't smell my cologne. You know, I'm not around the corner. I'm not in the building. Right, right. And uh, I got a feeling that you did, you did good with this young man. Um, raising a young man who's in sixth grade, look, my kids are growing. I got grandkids. Um, how is that for you? Well, it's a little easier now because uh, the, uh, all the kids are older, and they're very competitive. They're competitive with one another in grades, and all the kids are on honor roll. And competitive with, with different things, so that makes it a little easier. Just you know, throw them to the pot and say, you know, who's better, kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but his love for the game. I mean, we, Thursday Thanksgiving, we went to the gym about nine o'clock. Really? You know, get shoot shots up. He's in a tournament today that just came about. Um, so he, he's always getting the shooting machine out. He's always wanting to push himself. I try to get involved in other sports, the the baseball, the t-ball, and football. He played for a little bit, but he just likes swimming and basketball. Two perfect sports. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Cardio. The yeah. swimming part yeah. of it, strong shoulders get yeah. a little bit stronger. Yeah, look at me going. Yeah, that, that's you. from that youth sports show. Uh, you, Mark you, Miller swimming, okay? Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Let me tell you about the swimmer on Alaska. This girl is just a complete lie. I have no idea. But hey, you want to hear something funny? Tuesday, I'm going to Portage, Wisconsin, to do a segment on girls curling. Uh, is that you uh, the hair? Like with no, curlers. it's curling on the ice, man. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, curling. Do you okay. know there's an Olympic facility in Portage, Wisconsin for curling? I had no idea. I had no me idea. Either. Wow. But if you watch Around the Corner with John McGivern, you're going to see me do this segment on wow. girls curling and understand that, man, out of my comfort zone. Wow. First of all, I don't like going on the ice much. guy that sits <laughs> next to me here, he tried curling. He slipped, fell, concussion. Oh. <laughs> Wow. And I don't mean to giggle, but he's very non-athletic, and he didn't want to tell me why he was out of work for two days. And I said, well, what happened? He goes, you're going to make fun of me. I said, no, I won't. He said, I went curling, I fell, and I woke up in an ambulance. Do you know how hard it was for me not to make fun of the boy? A week is gone, so I can make fun of him next week, and I, I will certainly do that. Aaron, when you're playing basketball, um, do, do you... Are you more of a shooter, a scorer, a rebounder? What part of the game do you enjoy the most? Mm, the scoring. I like to take people off the dribble. You like to take them off the dribble. Man, oh, man. You know, Martin Luther is not that far from wherever it is you live. We we have a limo <laughs> servant. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. 
I'm that's recruiting. He said he that's... would go there, but he wants to play for you. But since you're retiring, well, you know, hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is rolling her. There's going to be a six because he's. Are you the tallest kid in your class? No, you're not. Because you you got a chance to be pretty tall. Really? Because in sixth grade, I, I when you walked in, I looked at you eye to eye. I figured you were the tallest. Is the, the kid the, the kid who's taller than you? Does he like basketball too? Yeah. Is he pretty good? No. No, but he's getting there. He's working hard. I like this no, kid right here. Man, he is as honest as the day is long. He's like, he's a real baller. He didn't <laughs> he 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 is like, real. I take you off the dribble. I play five positions. What you got? Yeah. What you got? I, I, yeah, well, he wants no part of me. I'll defend him. I'll, not, I'll take him down the block. Where men go. Oh, let's get this set up. Yeah, trust me. Let's get he this set up. I put, I put my money on you know, shorty doo wop you know over what? there. I got a Mickelson feeling I put, again, man, I, I put my money on him, too. <laughs> you know, he'll take me and he'll beat me off the dribble and embarrass me. If he, I'll tell you this, young Womack, you make me fall down in so many videotapes, I'm going to have to move out of the state. So don't you go ahead and do that. You stay right there because we're going to keep... You're not going back to the couch, man. You're one of us now. You stay right there. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk to Wade LeBecky from the WIAA for a while. Then the last two segments, we're going to talk about your conference, some of the coaches in your conference, and uh, we'll get we'll get a feeling about your conference from Womack the Third over there. No. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. You know what, though? He's going to be honest. You're going to give me coach speak, not him. He's going to say, no, he's not very good. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, alongside David Cooks, he's my new co-host. Maybe just for one week if he didn't start behaving. <laughs> he is an author, former basketball coach at Marquette and Concordia University. Our special in-studio guest, head basketball coach at Menominee Falls. He's an author as well. He's Aaron Womack, alongside his son, who might be the smartest in the in the room, sixth grade Aaron Womack the third. We are now joined from the WIAA Wade Lebecki. Guys, we got to go talk football here for a minute because man, what a great year for the WIAA and, and some great high school football uh, being played. Wade, congratulations! Uh, you happy the high school football season's over? You know, I wouldn't say happy. Uh, but yeah, it's, just, uh, it's you know a great culmination of a great season, and everything went so well this year. And you know, we had some great games down there. there oh, you one, did. You know, that got away from us, but the rest of them, there were some pretty nice games. So it was it was good football. The weather was nice, and you know, a little chilly, but it wasn't freezing. So uh, it was it was a it was a great event. It wasn't nearly as cold as it was the week before. Boy, that, oh, that was cold. Home. <laughs> I was up in the press box at Waukesha North. Thank you, Matt Harris, for that. And I was still a little chilly, but not not nearly as cold as the, the poor staff sitting in front of me. Man, I'm telling you, they had about 15 layers of clothes, and they were still, I think they're still cold. Two weeks later, they're still cold. Hey, Wade, what uh, the, the conference-only stuff going on with, uh, with, with, the, with you guys, is, is that thing a done deal now? Not yet. Um, what, right now what we're doing is we're looking at the um, uh, teams that have gone to eight-player. There's a deadline of December 1st. So 
uh, just had two more teams tell us that they're going to eight players. So what happens there is that really changes things. So I'm trying to recall which teams they were, but they're down in the Swall area, in the southwest area. And when they do that, it's just going to shake up that whole area down there. We're going to have two schools that go from there to eight player. Now we're going to have to go ahead and try to make some sevens or some eights over there that match up. And we have, I believe, uh, five up north now, two in central Wisconsin. So it's really, it's been interesting. There's going to be a couple schools that are staying eight player for two years or staying 11 player for two years, excuse me. And then in 2020, they're going to go to eight player. So we have to get all of that stuff figured out. And I, I think there's a, you know, a co-op like down in the southeast area too, or well, it'd be middle south. But uh, Evansville, Albany is no longer going to be a co-op. They've been a co-op for years. So now it's going to be uh, Albany going with Parkview. And that changes the, uh, the landscape down in that area. So there's some changes going on. Williams Bay, I believe, is no longer co-oping with Delavandarian. So with, with those changes, that drops Delavandarian from 980 down to 770. And then we have to figure out how that whole changes the map as well. So we've got some work cut out for us. Uh, February 1st is a co-op deadline. So once we know where the co-ops are, then uh, the coaches are going to come back in on February 6th. We're going to uh, work it out, and, and then uh, we're going to present it to the Board of Control on March 1st. And then the, that'll be uh, when everybody will get a look at it sometime between February 6th and March 1st, and then the Board will hear it. Uh, then we'll, we'll know on March 1st whether they approve it or not. Well, you talked about eight-man football. I want to congratulate Ron Frank, the head football coach at Sevastopol, for being the first Eight-man state champion in uh, in WIA history, and you know he did a great job with those boys up at Sevastopol. Yeah, they they did, and you know we held it at Stanley Boyd um, two weeks ago on level three. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. Sun was out. Uh, they played Luck, so Luck had like a two-hour drive, and Sevastopol had a three-hour drive. And in fact, Luck led most of the game. They did. Sevastopol came back from behind and won thirty-eight to thirty. So it was a great game, and. You know, I think uh, the, the attendance was right around 600. So it's pretty it wasn't good. A bad attendance, yeah. It was for first year, it was, it was a great, uh, uh, it was a great championship. It was kind of funny because when we pulled out the trophy, he had told his AD that he thought they were going to get a chintzy little cheesy plaque, and he got the real thing. So uh, I think they were surprised, and you know, it, it was a great championship. It's to you know, saving football in those small communities. It is. He is the Brett Favre of eight-man football. He's retired three times, and they keep bringing him back at Sevastopol. <laughs> hey, um, so I got to ask you this question: with the basketball starting, you know, with with the stuff that I do here at one hundred five seven F and the fan, the reaction to some of the things going on in high school basketball throughout the state, both positively and negatively, I'm sure gets to Stevens Point. And, you know, here in southeast Wisconsin, we've got a couple of stories that people talk about. If you don't think what happens in the NBA does not trickle down to the high school level with, you know, the guys trying to put together super teams and stuff like that, um, I'm sure that you guys have gotten a number of phone calls about some of the stuff going on down here. We have. And, and you know, I, I'll tell you this. The superintendent that uh, uh, Nick Lay has been awesome. He's done a wonderful job. He's uh, stayed on top of everything. Um, he's found some issues and some of the some transfers there weren't allowed. And uh, he, you know, there's a transfer there that uh, they have met the rule, and when they meet the rule, they're eligible. So we got to keep that in mind as well. But there's some, you know, there's always some of that going on, and, and uh, when it becomes very visible, it gets brought to our attention, and that's when we bring it to the school's atten- attention. And you know, we're we're a self-policing association, so the schools are responsible for following the rules. 
and enforcing the rules. And like I said, the superintendent's been awesome. He's done a great job with that. So uh, I think we've got most of that stuff straightened out down there, uh, taking care of the ones that follow the rules and taking care of the ones that haven't met the rules and uh, dealing with that. There's some other things going on, but there always is. You know, uh, sometimes there's a lack of understanding on when coaches can have contact and when schools can and cannot be involved. I, I've tried to simplify it down. You know me. I, I have to keep it simple stupid so you know coaches cannot have coaching contact out of season during the school year period and schools and coaches can't be involved at all out of season during the school year so that's you know from the first day of school to the last day of school the summer contact was opened up during the summertime only and uh, now you know all coaches except football have unlimited non-school so they can work aau but they can work aau only from the last day of school to the first day of school during the summer if school's in session they can't do that so we run into some issues with that um and that's kind of what we're dealing with in a couple of schools. But, you know, the schools usually are really good once they once it's been brought to their attention. So if somebody has an issue, I mean, contact your local athletic director, make them aware of your concerns, and, you know, they'll check it in, or they they are bound by a responsibility to go ahead and inform the school, other school. So if it's not your school that's the problem, your AD, once you tell them, has the responsibility to tell the other school that they, they might have a violation. So it's all self-policing, and, and it's worked good so far. So... It's just, uh, you know, rather than having the rumors and innuendo, we'd rather go ahead and, and have it brought to the attention of those schools. We're talking to Wade Lebecki from the WIAA. Wade, do you have many um, concerned citizens that actually place a call to the WIAA to say, hey, look, I this is going on or this is going on? Or um, or do they normally first go to the, the athletic director at the school and then the athletic director takes it to you guys? No, they come to us. Yeah, I bet. Because, wait, they come to me. What do I have yeah, to do with any of this? Exactly. They, 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 it's uh, not, you know, um, and, you know, when they come to us is right before the tournaments, right before the playoffs or during the playoffs at the very beginning. So, you know, we'd rather have it brought to the attention of the schools. If it's brought to our attention, then I just uh, call up the school or email the school and say, hey, this is what we've been told, and uh, check into it and get back to us. And, like I said, self-policing, they do a pretty good job. So it's, it's not not a problem there, but yeah, we have a lot of concerned citizens who call us. About a lot of issues, and uh, they're called parents for the most part. <laughs> you know what? All of us in this uh, in this studio, we've dealt with concerned citizens slash parents for a number of of years, and it's good to know that you're getting part of that as well, Wade. The majority of my emails are not from schools. The majority of my emails are from somebody else who's, who's concerned, you know. So that's okay. I mean, you know, they, they don't like the answer all the time either. You know, most people don't understand that. The, the member schools make the rules. I don't. Hey, all those guys that email me, I just give them your email address <laughs> and tell them, no, call Wade, man. Here's his cell number. Here's his pager number. Here's his phone number at home. Yeah, you call him because I have no idea. I think that's well, a good way for for me to do this, don't you? Oh, I think that's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the funny thing is, is you know, the WIA, there's two of us. Uh, one's in Washington and one's in Wisconsin. So a lot of people don't realize that our name's a little bit different. So when they email WIA.org, they forget that the second WIA. So uh, Washington State gets a lot of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> I tell so feel free to delete. They, they are slow to respond to our problems here in the state of Wisconsin. Hey, Wade, thanks a lot. Congratulations on a great football season. I appreciate your willingness to talk a little bit about some of the basketball issues that I, on an almost daily basis, get asked about. 
Um, so I appreciate that. And we'll uh, we'll stay in touch. We normally get you on a few times throughout the basketball season and then throughout the football season as well. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, certainly Merry Christmas to you and your family. Well, thank you, Mike. You too. Thanks, okay. Wade. Guys, let's get to a break. We'll discuss Wade's uh, comments on the other side of the break. David Cooks is shaking his head. I'm not saying nothing. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. you got to be tougher. you be my co-host. Yeah, you got to be smart. That's what I need to be. <laughs> by your local. Well, why would you do that? I guess we are opposite. Lo- Laurel and Hardy. That's what, what A-Train calls us. This is a promotion. <laughs> hey, by the way, before I get to a break, can I tell you my favorite Aaron Womack story? Oh, go ahead. So we're down. Uh, I'm doing the show, but I'm coaching Heritage Christian. We have to go down to Racine Prairie to do a coach's, uh, to do the seating meeting, right? And Aaron's there. He's coaching Martin Luther at the time. And we go down there, and I have to get back here quick because Chuck Freeman is doing my show, and I don't want him to, to blow it, right? <laughs> so I, uh, I'm j- we just get done. It goes quick. And then the coach at Letch, the coach at Racine St. Catherine, says, hey, man, I heard you were taking on Jerry Pettigue. Well, that the whole room starts. Three people are yelling at me. Another guy's going, no, I, yeah, I think what you said was right. Let you sit back in the corner. He's smiling, and Womack got me out of there. He was like, "Come on, man, you better get out of here now." Because <laughs> those people and Aaron's like, "Just leave the man alone." He just said what was on his mind. Come on, you got to go. He has his arm around me. I was like half crying, half mad, half laughing. He was like, "You better get in the car and get out of here." Because you know, we're seeing Prairie got real tough there for a second. Thank goodness for Aaron Womack. Slip me some Wendy's coupons, so yeah, you know that's it. That's what I gave him. More, more. Food from Wendy's. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores, boys. You like the bumper music I've chosen? Excellent, excellent. It's good stuff, right? I'm going to download it right now. That's good, man. This gets you in the mood. And if you need a list for me of what you're going to get me for Christmas, <laughs> Coach Cooks, let me know because I got I got a list. In fact, I have it in my wallet. If you need it, yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, just, you hold on to that. I'll all right, just, uh, to I don't want to get it too early. He is David. We Cooks. just got through Black Friday. Give me a chance to kind of. You know, digest. I should have gotten this. Did you see, did you see his week? wallet? His wallet is thick. He used it as a doorstop when we got in today. That, that Whose wallet? Thick. Mine. Oh, it's like a oh, George Costanza yeah, wallet, man. Uh, tell you. It's just yeah. that list that I'm going to give you. Oh my. <laughs> Who's, Aaron, Laurel, who's Laurel and Hardy? Aaron, I'm Laurel, I guess. Aaron Womack the third is here. Aaron, what are you looking for for Christmas? Um. You want shoes, maybe? No. No. A you PlayStation don't? card. Oh, he already knows. Yeah. What are you shaking your head at? You know he's getting it. If your mom's listening, you're probably getting it. And you're a good student. You get good grades? Yes, I do. Yes. And you're good in math. Yeah, you. I might get it for you. <laughs> I might get it for you. Do you, uh, do you see yourself playing at Menominee Falls High School? Yes, I do. Yeah? You, um, you'll root for them if they play Brown Deer? Yeah. 
Yeah, there we go. There we go. It, will he be? Will he be on the bench with you at the end as a ball boy and stuff, Aaron? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he probably sleep on that bench if we they have to play Brown Deer and beat Brown Deer. So, yeah, you know. you know what? Yeah, him and his daddy will both have to sleep on that on that bench. That that's for sure. Hey, this conference that you're familiar with the conference. Obviously, yeah. you've been in the conference. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, it's a tough conference, coach. It's, it's the ACC of high school. It is. It is. It is. Night in and night out. Good players and, and good coaching. Uh, I know you talked about Sucks and Hamilton maybe uh, possibly vying for number one, but uh, Brookfield Central is no joke. Uh, and they had some senior leadership as well. Um, they're an assistant. went to state two years ago. Um, Brookfield East, um, they went to state last year, and they have a great system um, down. And uh, so, and of course, Sucks and Hamilton and Marquette, they're always tough. I don't know how you keep getting those big boys like that and who have man arms on them like that. I don't know where you're getting them from, you know. So, but they're always going to be tough. And coming through a screen with them, we have to prepare for Marquette. Well, I just had kids running to the wall because that's like going <laughs> off the screen at Marquette. I don't well, know if Coach Cook uh, set that up for it. But, uh, yeah, it's a very tough conference. Yeah, they're better. They're better coached now than they used to be. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, that, that's that's why I'm behind the mic. I am undefeated. No, I retire after today. That's awesome. Mm. They've got you picked seventh in the conference, mm. but they talk about the first thing he says is, "Look, in many leagues across Wisconsin, Menominee Falls be considered a title contender." Um, it, and I don't know if he knew how young you guys were mm-hmm. going to be. And like you said, it might be till January. Mm-hmm. It might look. Be honest with you. And I've coached teams that have a lot of kids, a lot of young kids on. It might not be till next year mm-hmm. till that light bulb comes on. Um, but when it does, yeah. this kid, this team could get scary, right? Yeah, uh, we had to. Uh, I told him we don't have a half court offense where we have a seven footer we can throw it into. We have to speed up the game. We have to put pressure ball. We got to. Um, get more looks. We have to get more uh, turnovers so we can get more possessions and whatnot. But um, uh, kids are buying in. We have uh, a senior guard, uh, uh, Ricky Price, who's uh, um, played a little bit last year, but this year just really turned it up. He can get to. He, he thought he's a, a shooting guard, and and I and I showed him that uh, your best asset is getting to the hole, and he's really taking that on and buying it. He, he can get to the hole on anybody, um, um, and so some of our young guys, a uh, uh, sophomore. Uh, uh, Joey, who's uh, played for a freshman in, in uh, JV, but he's been working all summer. Um, he's got a great chance to be a starting coming up. We have a football player, um, um, Colin, who's um, a great shooter. So and Buck, who's returning, who was uh, off the bench last year, averaged about eight nine points. And so we have some some real good shooting. And but just trying to work on um, uh, limited turnovers and whatnot. But yeah, Buck Siebert. Yes, indeed. yeah, I know his his dad used to coach he's coaching balls, balls and, right, right? Yeah, I, I I like him. Yeah, yeah, he had an older brother that played last yep. year. Um, and in fact, Buck has a, a game winner on his belt. It was, uh, I believe, it was against Marquette. Uh, they drove to the hole and got the, the winning late. It was, it was against, against Sussex. Right, it was yeah. against Sussex. Sussex. Yeah, it was Sussex. It was. gave him uh, against uh, Patrick Ball. And, I saw that yeah. on TV. Yeah. There was yeah. a couple of. That's the game that Coach Showalter was. He uh, he got pretty angry well, at something. There was a play right in front of the bench, and I didn't even see it. Uh, that. One of our players, uh, I think it was uh, Connor Allen, that got knocked down. Oh, I saw and, it. Yeah, one of the players kind of stepped on him in, in, in the wrong area. So Coach Showalter was just defending one of his players and whatnot. Yes, he was. I yeah. I saw him. Yeah. I caught. I saw Coach Showalter <laughs> a couple of days later and said, yeah. uh, "Hey, man," and he said, "Look, I I'm that's that was uncalled for, yeah. and 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 they missed it, and I wanted to make sure that they understood right. they missed it, and right. you know what." I got to tell you, I never have a problem with a coach that's standing up for yeah, one of his yeah, kids. Right. I don't. Right. Yeah, I, I always had a problem kind of with the Bobby Knight thing where he was going against his kid. <laughs> but if you're standing up <laughs> right. for your kid, right. um, I think that's something different. Hey, 
reading excerpts of your book, can mm. we just talk a little bit about your your journey and how mm. that that's really interesting to me? The journey and how you got from from you didn't you didn't start in high school, right? No, um, I I think I was on a team just because I was I was tall, um, but uh, I didn't know about a work ethic and just working at it. I did other things. I went to work. I was a caddy and whatnot, but I didn't work at it. So freshman year, about the uh, 18th man on the 14th man roster. Uh, <laughs> a lot Jay, of playing time year. there. Yeah, a lot of playing time there. Sophomore year. In fact, I, I was on JV. The coach, uh, varsity coach, came to me. He's like, you know, I really like you to help us out. And I'm like, yeah, cool. But on JV as a junior. Um, and so I was even 15th man as a junior. I remember one game we were playing, and it was another um, uh, uh, um, play on the JV. He said, "Hey, I'm quitting, man. Let's just walk away." And I was about to walk. I said, "No, I can't. I can't quit." Yeah. And um, where would you go to high school? Went to Brown Deer. Okay. I went to Brown Deer. I, I wanted to go to Marquette, but my grades were too good, and they sent me to Brown Deer. <laughs> so what is with the choking? Just choking, because 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 they're sitting there. But uh, in fact, I wanted to transfer. I wanted to get some playing time, and then I told my mom, "I want to transfer to Tech." And my mom, being who she is, that, that down south, <laughs> Jackson, Tennessee, she looked at me, and I didn't think she knew sports. She said, son, didn't Tech just win state tournament? I'm like, yeah. And then I got a coach over there, and it was Wynn Parkson at the time. said, how in the world are you going to go to Tech and play? And you can't even play at Brown Deer. You're not winning anything. Get your butt out there and work, work at it. So I, I learned the work ethic um, after my junior year. Um, uh, and coach Novak, Mike Novak came to coach us in my senior year, and so slowly built the process for just just coaching. Dave Markson came and see one of our games. Who's coaching somebody? Uh, going to recruit somebody else, and saw me just run the floor, just run the floor, just run the floor, and then um, from there, off from your scholarship, redshirted at Parkside, but develop a work ethic late, and that's why I don't want kids to, uh, you know, get too late about working, uh, putting the work ethic together. You know, it worked out for me because I was six seven, about one seventy, but. Um, um, you have to put have to put the work in, and I and I didn't. That's why I didn't play. You know what's interesting about your story? I get a chance to go out through this Faith in the Zone show mm-hmm. that I do. I get a chance to go out and speak at different churches mm-hmm. and stuff. And the first time I did, it, I said, "I never want to do this again," mm-hmm. because to open up and give my testimony. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I went through some tough <laughs> journeys, right? I went through some really. I was just not mm-hmm. a very smart person there for a while, and I said, I "Never want to do this again" because it's embarrassing. And the the pastor said, "Look, you're talking to guys mm-hmm. in the audience." that I can't talk to. Right. I, the, the worst thing I ever do is steal a candy bar. Look at what you've done. You're talking to those guys because you've gone through that journey. Right. Same thing with you at this right. point because you went through it. Imagine if you had the work ethic you're, when you were in seventh and eighth right. grade right. or in sixth grade right. where Aaron Womack the right. third is. Right. What the damage I mean, you could have anything, done, you know. And people say, "Well, I have no regrets. I do regret that not putting the work in." But uh, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of things could have happened. You just never know. Um, but so now I do understand. I do know it. So there, you know, even with putting the book together, there are nights that I don't go to bed at two o'clock in the morning, or I wake up at three or four because I had to put that work ethic in. I didn't get my chapters written. I didn't get you know the research done. Me and Coach Cook talked about this. You know, it's a different animal uh, when you when you have a, a why now, a why you want to do certain sure. things. So, but it, it taught me a lot though. Well, I know that um, the, the, your time because you're a hard guy to get a hold of, and I got a text from you at 4.05 in the morning. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I was up. Well, I didn't think anybody else. In fact, I was here at the office. I didn't think anybody else was up. But 4.05 a.m. with you saying, hey, I think we can get this done, but I need to make some changes to this and, and that. And I appreciate your willingness to do that. Last question before we get to a break. Now that the book is completed, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this too, David. What's the toughest part about about being an author 
What what mm. what? You know, I know through the journey mm. of of getting it published, yeah. getting it done. What's the toughest part now? The the pushing and marketing of it now. Someone once told me that, that there's two things. First, you 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 we we're basically uh, illiterate society uh, on the most part. You know, not a lot of reading going on, reading levels down. And the second thing is that it's a crowded field. And so you're unknown, you're trying to get it done in the crowded field and just having to push the market. And, and it really is your, your child. You're taking it with you everywhere you go. You know, you're speaking to somebody and say, hey, have you read this book? You have, you have, you have a chance in that. You're trying to go on different websites and whatnot and you get yourself promoted. You know, I'm not as big time as Coach Cook, who has, you know, people behind him, but not pushed him forward and everything. So I have to do a lot of things. Yeah, there's a lot own. of people pushing me, but I don't know if they're pushing me forward. <laughs> You know, so, but yeah, just try to, I, try to get it out there and get it marketed. <laughs> his book, let me market it for him, man. Birthing a dream. Go to Amazon.com. Is that the best way to get the book? Uh, yeah, that's well, you know, nationally. But if you see me, I'm gonna have a copy. Yeah, I'm gonna have a copy, whatnot, you know. And so I get get it to you. But yeah, but it's actually on, uh, on sale now for Christmas break, and it's two different versions of it. So if you look for it, it's two different covers. Uh, um, I had to pay a couple publishers to uh, to get it done, and then the the first publisher they didn't like it when we changed a lot of things. So I went to another publisher who got it done, and then the first publisher came back to me and said, you know. So I said, okay, well, since I already paid, you take it. So I, I call it my second edition, but that's <laughs> marketing right there. there you know, it. So it's two different covers, you know, two different styles. But they just matter. I didn't want the money to go away. So, but it's on Amazon.com. You can also have it a uh, Kindle edition as well. Okay. Again, Berlin. Uh, Birthing a Dream. He is Aaron Womack and uh, certainly uh, David Cooks. I, I haven't read Aaron's, but I've read David's, and I'm going to read Aaron's. Um, and I'll continue to talk about his uh, through the weeks that, that we do this show. But Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose is David, Bo- David Cooks. You can go to davidcooksspeaks.com if you're looking for a speaker. And you get on speaking tour yes, tour sir. a little bit, don't yes, you? Sir. Yes, indeed. You yes, guys indeed. get... Hey, he, let me just tell you, we were on a... On a at an event uh, not so long ago, yeah, and uh, this guy's good. This guy, this guy, I'm telling you right now, this guy's really good. He's a really good speaker, and and, and um, we can hire both of you, right? Oh, abs- oh, absolutely. We I can. mean, if they if they would go to davidcookspeaks.com and say, "Hey, look, can we get both you guys to come out and uh, and speak together?" You guys be up for? Oh, that. absolutely. Yeah, and Aaron, I, I, and Aaron would do it man. for free. Huh? Aaron would do it for free. <laughs> so <laughs> my, my 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 speaking engagement is free. Um, but the autograph session is like twenty five dollars an hour. <laughs> there you no. go. There you, well, I'm I'm gonna buy a book. Maybe I don't want an autograph though. We'll get to get this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on Sports Radio one oh five seven FM the fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGiver, alongside my co-host David Cooks, author, coach, retired, all-around good guy. DavidCooksSpeaks.com is his website. Our special in-studio guest, Aaron Womack, head basketball coach at Menominee Falls, also an author. Go to Amazon.com, Birthing a Dream, Be a Perfect Christmas Gift, either book, Be a Perfect Christmas Gift. And uh, I would highly recommend them both. We're also joined by Aaron Womack III. Hey, Aaron Womack III, during the, when you're playing, who do you hear more in the stands, your mom or dad? My dad. Your dad? Course. Yeah, to see, uh, to see is he's just nothing but encouraging, right? Good job, son. Way to go. He yeah. doesn't say, get in a gap and kick. Or are you ever going to box out and rebound? He doesn't say that. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> you know why? Because he's a coach and he's your father. And I know those feelings. Do you know Aaron Womack III? My wife and I, my son played uh, Division three college basketball, and we never sat next to each other during a game. When there was two minutes to go in warm-up, she'd say, are you moving or am I? Because she said I didn't cheer correctly. I don't really know what that means. I Because I would, I would have a conversation or just a quick, nice question with a referee that bothered her. <laughs> I'd say, at Maranatha Baptist Bible College, She'd say, you got to move. You got to move. Take the McGivern shirt off so they don't know. <laughs> what do you mean, man? What do you mean? Come on. So you at this point, Coach Cooks, you, uh, you're you not missing it yet, huh? No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I mean, I can. My wife and I, uh, my wife's still still coaching, so I'm going right? to get to see some of her games. Where is she coaching? She's at New Berlin West. Okay. On, on the girls' varsity. Yeah? How's that so, team going to be? Um, they made a change on the boys' side. Yeah, yeah. I you know I don't know. I think they're young and um, they just got some growing to do. But I thought every year I go see them play, I marvel at what they are able to get those girls to accomplish. Uh, do you know the co- the boys' side coach Scott Cooks? Yeah, no, he's not Cooks. He's from Australia or something. <laughs> That's his name. His though. last name. He doesn't have an S on his name. He's not as Cook. plural. He's not plural. <laughs> he's not plural. Like I he, he was until he moved over here from Australia. And then he <laughs> and saw you S. and changed the yeah, changed the uh, check that S off there, buddy. I, t- I tell you what, I, um, I'm a big fan of his. You yeah. know, he's part of that Malachnik group, and he's a heck of a basketball player in his day. In fact, my son played AAU basketball against him a couple years ago. He's still good. He's good, man. Wow. And I think he's going to get West. Saw him out at Kettle Moraine, had him on the show. And, um, you know, that he'll get those boys ready to go. And, and, and they'll be tough because that's how he played. And, you know, he, he, uh, he does things a little bit different, does it more the European way and, and the way that he thinks. And I think, uh, I think they got a good spot. I think that was a good hire for them. I'm not always – I was happy with the Manami Falls hire, but I'm not always happy with the hires. I question some of them. And really? I get in trouble for that. Really? Yeah, but now I've got you as my co-host, so I'll make you do those calls. Oh, fantastic. You call that half-leg oh, here we go. And, and Remember that door we came in today <laughs> yeah, when we were coming right. in here? Oh, that's just <laughs> not even right. I've had all my co-hosts, every creed, color, all the religion background, they would help me with this stuff. I don't want to hear about it, Kirk. Don't be pulling that card out of your wallet. The door so, card? We're talking about the door card. What are you talking about? What did you call the door? The door. I just had to just, it was a glass door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Womack, can you believe he's lying about this stuff? Hey, um, how will the how will the, the Menominee Falls community so far so good? You haven't had a home game yet. Um that's a that, that's a knowledgeable basketball yes, crowd yes, over there. Yes indeed. I've been to games there where they're not happy with some of the coaching decisions. <laughs> well, we're gonna start on the road. Uh, at Milwaukee on Tuesday, you know, and then we have a week to prepare for our first home game after that. So the schedule makers, will, you know, they did a real good job <laughs> of that and whatnot. But uh, we we had some things. We had to meet the team um, and kind of kick off the season and whatnot. Our JV and freshmen scrimmage each other, and then we kind of had a little celebration for the varsity, get up and down, treat like an all-star game, kind of, you know, ease them into it and whatnot. So I think we will be all right. Guys, start at Milwaukee Lutheran on the 27th mm-hmm. and at home against Bradley Tech. Bradley Tech, yeah. On the tough. 4th. Yeah, we saw them out at uh, the New Orleans West uh, yeah. preseason tournament, and yeah. they've got some athletes and yeah, kids that can shoot a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. and then West Dallas Hale, and then, man, here we go. Marquette, Tosis, Muskego, Fond du Lac, Germantown. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sussex, Hamilton, Brookfield East. It's a murderous road right there. They didn't do any, us any favors then, you know. <laughs> well, so. and, you know, you see how kind I was to Mark Miller, right? <laughs> we played in the WBUI. You know who he put us up against? Brook Central and Brookfield Brief, East. Yeah, and I'll be at those games to tape. I'm going to scout those games. I want to see how you guys do. But So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe come in and give us a pregame speech or something. <laughs> Aaron Womack third. it's really nice to meet you, young man. Keep up the good work. You know, continue doing well in school, getting those shots up, playing basketball, and and uh, do it the right way. All right, be a good ambassador for your parents. Okay. All right, it's nice to meet you, Aaron. Thank you so thank much. You. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, this has One been time. great. Again, Amazon.com. He is an author. He's a, a husband, a father, um, strong, strong in his faith. Birthing a dream is his book. David Cook's. Uh, Man, next week, huh? Me and you. Back at it again, buddy. Me, me and you, man. It's It'll only going to get better. <laughs> Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose, his book, davidcookspeaks.com. Again, great Chris, Christmas gifts. I've already, I want it on the air. I already paid you for this one now. Absolutely. I'm going to sign it for you, too. That's awesome. <laughs> to my mom. Her name's Joan. To my best friend I've never met. That's Absolutely. what she wants. Thanks for listening. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.